you see what's happening in Brasilia, Brazil. It looked pretty similar to what happened at the U.S. Capitol on the 6th of January. Um, protests, uh, a mob scene, cops being attacked. There was some just absolutely raw video of all of this. Let's find out why it's happening uh, subsequent to the October election, which saw Jair Bolsonaro uh, out of office. Uh, David Adler is general coordinator of Progressive International. Kind enough to join us now. I found your uh, your Twitter account and you were tweeting some images that were just, as I mentioned, David, raw. They were graphic. Uh, they were greatly concerning for um, for anybody watching for what was happening in, in Brazil. When did you first start getting word that this was all going to kick off? I think it's important to emphasize that the insurrection yesterday in Brasilia was foretold. Uh, for many, many months, uh, the now ex-president, but as sitting president, was calling for a similar uh, January 6th style insurrection. In particular, if your listeners look back to last September 7th, mm-hmm. when Jerry Bolsonaro, uh, to the cross T and dotted I, said, I call on my supporters to get in buses from across the country to come to the Three Powers Plaza, that's the center of Basilia, and to storm uh, the Congress and the Supreme Court. Now we see that 16 months later, uh, even though he's in Orlando, Florida, uh, sitting in exile, afraid of potential prosecutions that may come with uh, the change of power to the new Lula government in Brazil, that this exact insurrection has indeed happened. So it was not a surprise. Uh, I think that the extent of the damage, the ransacking, the disdain for the sanctity of these buildings, of their contents, of the processes that these Bolsonaristas supposedly revere, I think was a bit shocking to see. And certainly, um, as in January 6th, the uh, kind of flagrant uh, or the shamelessness with which they were willing to, to to not only do this, but to document themselves doing it, to say their names or dresses, where they're from, how they got there, mm-hmm. to basically create this paper trail of uh, of criminal behavior was definitely shocking to witness in real time. It's definitely of interest to us. There's 90,000 uh, people of, of Brazilian heritage in the uh, city of Toronto. Um, it's one of the biggest cities housing, if you will, Brazilians in North America. So we were all talking about it a little bit. Does this make it far less likely Bolsonaro could ever return to Brazil? He just wants to start some fires and cause some trouble from afar. It's very interesting to see because I think there's another parallel here with January 6th, which is that uh, in both cases, the insurrectionists were almost immediately thrown under the bus by their supposed figurehead in January 6th with Trump coming out just minutes after to say, I denounce these protests. You know, this is not patriotism, which many people thought they were leading a revolution really on his behalf and at his behest. Uh, In the case of Jerry Bolsonaro, a tweet, he was silent all day and then a tweet comes out late at night. Uh, after the the Three Powers Plaza has been disoccupied by the army to say uh, not just that I don't believe in these violent tactics, but comparing the the protests to protests that he claims were were led in 2017 and 20 uh, in 2013 by by the left, right? And there's nothing more insulting to these supporters of his than to compare them to the other side of the political spectrum. Uh, today, we have one of the major newspapers uh, in Brazil, Global, reporting that this significantly raises the chances of Jair Bolsonaro going to prison. And we're also seeing increased pressure in Washington from Democrats ranging from Joaquin Castro to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, saying that you know the United States should not be providing political refuge to uh, a criminal like Jair Bolsonaro in Florida, given the uh, increasing evidence that there, the conspiracy for this insurrection was uh, at least in part, hatched uh, in, in in Florida. We had the, the head of security services 
uh, uh, for the federal district. That's where Brasilia is located. On vacation right now in the United States, and having been to visit Jair Bolsonaro in, in, in Orlando uh, very recently. So there's again this vast kind mm -hmm. of paper trail suggesting uh, evidence of of criminality on the on the part of the ex president, and a much longer story of insurrectionary uh, mobilization called for. Uh, by this president when he was in, mm. in office. So for all those reasons, uh, I think it's likely that we see uh, even more criminal charges than we would have seen before. There's already lots of reasons to take on Jair Bolsonaro for uh, very clear evidence of corruption, rating state coffers to pay off both voters and supporters uh, and uh, allies in Congress. And I think this just adds paper to that large pile. David Adler is kind enough to join us in Toronto today, General Coordinator of Progressive International. Is that an interesting call for either the president of the United States, the current one, Joe Biden, or authorities close to uh, the federal government to help in an extradition process? If that's what Brazil wants, would the U.S. government actively participate in helping extradite Jair Bolsonaro to face charges for this? So there are two sides to the criminal case that could be launched against Jair Bolsonaro, one from the Brazil side, one from the U.S. side. From the Brazil side, yes, in the case of extradition, the Brazilians would need to um, uh, initiate that process and then call on the United States. And that has to do with whatever extradition treaties they have. Um, and we would have to see how the U.S. responds. It would be unprecedented in, in, in many regards that uh, it's difficult to tell, although mm -hmm. I think that we can see between the affinities of January 6th and January 8th, as you mentioned at the outset of the of the segment, that there may be motivation by uh, Democratic Party, by the Joe Biden administration to to really take seriously the question of accountability for such an insurrection against the institutions of democracy. So that's from the Brazil side. From the U.S. side, I mean, it is a crime to to to, to sort of engage in this kind of conspiracy to to, to plan a coup or an insurrection. I mean, so there, there is a question of whether crimes were committed on U.S. soil. And we'll see if U.S. prosecutors pick that up. The Biden administration, Department of Justice, is interested in picking that up. Uh, but that would be an independent investigation from what you know specifically the Department of Justice uh, here in Brazil is calling for. I only have forty seconds here, but do you think? Did you think yesterday was going to be worse than it actually turned out being? There were helicopters involved. There were more police that showed up. Um, there was a show of force. I, I kept looking at your video specifically and checking out the news channels, thinking this could get much worse than it ended up getting. Like nothing was lit on fire. Nothing was burned down. It could have been though. Yeah. There were only small fires, small floods and tons of property destruction. I mm -hmm. think that I was, I was uh, taken aback by the extent of property destruction, but it's notable and laudable the way in which the, the government has responded, right? No deaths, no injuries, a very careful disoccupation of the, of the, of the plaza, lots of arrests in the pursuit of justice, but we're not seeing an overwhelming repressive response, even by the mobilization of the army and armed forces. We're seeing a much more cautious approach by this government to say, let's look into this. Who was there? Who was complicit in this? And above all, who was financing this, given that so many of these people showed up on all expenses paid trips to, to Brasilia? So we can expect from today moving forward a much deeper and more careful, thorough process of accountability for everyone involved in this insurrection. David Adler from Progressive International. His stuff was awesome yesterday. Thanks so much. It's great to come across you and, and we appreciate the time today. Until next time. Thanks so much for having me.